Set in the distant future, Spacey's follows the adventures, exploits, and choices of two humans who travel the distant, distant stars. Their names, Commander Rash Blasterbelt and Ensign Jock Jr. Their mission, to explore space, protect the innocent, and guard the universe from bad guys at all costs. Their official job title, Intergalactic Space Guardians! as they cruise the universe looking for adventure, propelled by the twin engines of their venture-class rocket ship, the ISGSS Urbaniac. They are joined by their shipboard artificial intelligence, Charles. Each week, Rash, Jock, and Charles are faced with decisions that often mean the difference between life and death, and this week is no exception. But what is an exception is who's making those decisions. That's right! In tonight's very special episode, all of our heroes' big decisions will be made by you! Our live audience! Alright, here's how it works. <laughs> when a decision comes up, I'll let you know. You'll have two options. Vote for the choice you want by applauding. The loudest choice will be the choice we choose. Let's try it now. I can explain it again, or we can jump right in. Let's hear it for Explain It Again. Uh-huh, and now let's hear it for Let's Go! Set your blaster to decisive in tonight's episode, Space Your Own Space Venture. Do 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 da do do. Our adventure tonight. <laughs> Our adventure tonight begins on the bridge of the ISGSS Urbaniac. As usual, Ensign Jock Jr. sits at the rocket's controls. Not as usual, he isn't wearing his standard-issue ISG uniform, but instead a flattering, full-body swimsuit. The door to the bridge slides open. And in walks in Commander Rash Blasterbelt. The commander isn't dressed in his typical uniform either, but wears a very tight red swimmer speedo and not much else. You excited for Water Park World, Ensign? Gosh, yes I am! We're gonna go to the planet Squark, the universe's greatest water park! It's going to be super fun! We'll remember that you shouldn't run around the pool! Be cool! Water slides! <laughs> we did it! I'll admit, sir, I was skeptical, but that was totally worth the several hours we spent rehearsing it. <laughs> What? Says, I'm picking up. No. A distress. No. Signal. No. 
It's coming from a nearby system. Someone is in urgent need of help. No, no, no. We're going to the water park. We've been waiting months for this. Commander, if someone needs our help, it's our duty it's to- It's our duty to explore space, protect the innocent, and guard the universe from bad guys at all costs. Explore space is the first thing, and the planet Squark is part of space, so therefore it's our duty to go explore it. Especially the lazy river and the adults-only hot tub. But sir, what if someone died because we didn't help them? Then I wouldn't be able to enjoy the hot tub because I'd feel too guilty. Exactly. Then again, I have been really looking forward to going to this water park. Looks like we have a choice on our hands. What should we do? There it is! The first choice. I told you I'd tell you. Should Rash and Jock follow the distress signal, or should they go have fun at the water park? I don't know, Jock. Should we follow the distress signal, or should we go have fun at the water park? What will they choose? Last time we chose to go to the water park. All right, once again, the choices are go to the water park or follow the distress signal. Go to the water park. because there's nothing that makes me go to that sector. This one, on the other hand... Oh, hey, guys, you got my message! Yep, we did. This is Rash Blasterbelt of the IS... Oh, no way, Rash! Yeah? It's me, Herf! You know, from Space Scouts? Herf? Yeah, Paul Gunkin, Herf Paul Gunkin. Remember me? I uh, threw up in the shuttle at space camp. Oh, man. Yeah, I remember now. Hey, well, it's, it's great luck that you answered my call. Oh, 
hope I didn't pull you away from anything too fun or something. <laughs> what the fuck do you want, her? <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, can you help me move the couch up from my den in my attic? I, I can't pay you, but I will buy us pizza. Sorry, Herf? Whoa! I'm talking to a whole new person now? Look at me, so popular! <laughs> yeah, this channel is reserved for emergencies only, and moving a couch up into the attic doesn't really count as one of those. So unless you provide us with a real emergency, we're leaving and going to the water park. Herf Polgunkin, in his living room, turns away from his jumbo teletron nervously. Oh man, if they leave the water park, I won't be able to ever get this couch up into the attic. It'll just keep sitting here mocking me. You're a failure, Herb! Shut up, couch! You sound just like my father! Maybe because I am programmed with all his memories and pre-death judgments about you, son! <laughs> outside of the skate park. It was windy last night, but it should still be there. <laughs> and now back to Spacey's. Herp, my son, you asked me to help you manipulate two official sounding spacemen into flying down here and moving my body, which is a couch, up into the attic. Yes, I do. You asked me to come up with a fake emergency we can lie to them about so they'll think someone is in danger and come help you. That's right. You asked me to do all of this to fulfill the final request in my last will and testament, which stated that I wanted my consciousness put into your couch, and then I wanted that couch 
which would be for all intents and purposes my new body, placed in your attic to collect dust, take up space, and lie completely forgotten forever. Yeah, right. So, come on, old man. Perfect. I'm gonna tell you the same thing I was told whenever I got home from work and asked your mother what she'd made for dinner. Top Nuggets! Huh? I'm not helping you with diddly squat! What? Do you have any idea why I wrote this insane request into my will? No. Because I wanted to prove a point. All your life, Herf, you've been a pushover. You never do anything for yourself, and you never stand up for yourself. And as long as you listen to requests written into wills, no matter how unreasonable those requests may be, you'll never grow up. <laughs> Meanwhile, back on the Urbaniac. So, who is he talking to? I think his couch? Who is also his dad? <laughs> Great. Well, let's get the fuck out of here. Aye, aye, Commander. See ya, Herf. Huh? Oh, man! And then, the twin engines of the Urbaniac fire up, and the ship performs a stellar U-turn, flying back the way it came. Can we still make it to the water park world before they close for the day? Actually, I think we can, sir. I'm plotting the course now. Fush, yeah! Vacation's back on! So you were in the Space Scouts with that guy? Yeah, he was a total dweeb. Says... Speaking of dweebs... Ouch. Good one. Good one. Ensign. I've come to expect that kind of lazy verbal abuse from the commander, but not you. I thought we were friends. Yeah, well, you interrupted our vacation for a dumb distress signal that wasn't even an emergency. It's my job to inform you when we receive a distress signal. Yeah, but you have the most sophisticated analytical systems of any artificial intelligence in the known universe. You should easily have been able to tell this, dis this distress signal wasn't a big deal. Yeah, you're not an idiot, you're just a dweeb. Again, good one. <laughs> Sirs, need I really remind you that the ISG Artificial Intelligence Statute 11825, Code 6, clearly states that an AI is to collect and relay information, not make decisions. So you've never made a decision? Charles, from now on, before you interrupt us with something, run a full analysis of it to determine whether it's really worth our time. But That's an order. Don't waste our time with stuff like this, got it? Yes, sir. Great. So, what was it this time, Charles? Hmm? Oh. That. <laughs> Never mind. It wasn't important? Oh no, it was. In fact, quite urgent. Then, let's hear it. I wouldn't want to waste your time. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <clears throat> I think we hurt his feelings, sir. Feelings? Feelings? Yeah. Hurt? We? His? Okay. If we want to hear what he was going to say, I think we need to apologize. Apologize? 
He's the shipboard AI. We can just order him to tell us. Well, I guess we have a choice. Should we order him to tell us, or should we apologize? I don't know. I say we order him to tell us, but I know you think we should apologize. Which should we choose? Which indeed should they choose? You decide. Should they apologize? something? I mean that word. Liked. Not loved. Just liked. And then you talk to someone about it, and they hit you with a thousand tons of knowledge that existed well before you even knew that thing was a thing. That sucks, right? You were just trying to chill and be a normal fan, and some dude shows up and starts to judge you because you didn't treat liking something like it was a homework assignment. Well, have no fear. Because we here at Spacey's got you. I mean the whole team. All of us. Screw those other turd nuggets. Come talk to us. If you're a new fan to any fandom, we will talk with you. Because douche canoes shame you, but we encourage you. You want to learn more? Dope. Just want to talk? Dope. <laughs> Any kind of conversation you want to have, we will have it with you. Spaces, we'll pass your vibe check. <laughs> and we're back. After a few encouraging yet patronizing nods from Ensign Jock Jr., our stubborn commander through gritted teeth and clenched fist loses a fine, so restrained professional cosmic apologist will use footage of it to demonstrate how to not go about initiating the healing process until the inevitable heat death of the universe kills all of everything. <laughs> I am waiting, sirs. Charles, I'm sorry I disregarded your feelings. Sir. Excuse me, Commander. What? You were clearly using air quotes when you said the word feelings. Yeah, but he doesn't know that. I am equipped with the most sophisticated snarkotronic sensors available, <laughs> as well as air particulate displacement gauges and a laser grid array that gives me a full 19-dimensional view of the internal and extra-dimensional spaces and non-spaces of the Urbaniac's interior. Trust me, Commander, I know you used it. All those systems could be malfunctioning. I also recorded it on CCTV. Fine. Charles, I'm sorry. There we are. Now it's about to get worse. I'm sorry that you were faultily programmed into thinking that you can experience things the same way we can. Commander! What? I am! That's not 
not an apology. But I said sorry for the thing that I'm sorry for. But it's not the thing that you should be sorry for. And saying you're sorry about that thing is actually insulting. Fine, I'm sorry I insulted you. My snarkometer only goes up to teenager, Commander. You're going to have to lower it in order for me to get a proper reading. Oh, we all know your snarkometer goes up to British. <laughs> your squabbling has got to stop. Commander, Charles has something urgent to tell us, and if we don't get through this fast, then we could all be in danger. I think a quibble this quarrelsome calls for the apology puppet. No, no don't! Unfurling a dusty swatch of velvet to reveal the shipboard emergency box full of mouse traps, Ensign Jr. gravely plunges his hand within. Not deterred by the onslaught of clacking, snapping, and snagging, Jock pulls a giant gold tanium key that floats twirling in his hand, sparkling before it zips across the room, unlocking a haunted case containing an even more haunted puppet. <laughs> What have you done? I did what had to be done. Also, wait, what did the apology puppet say? It's not an apology puppet, Jock. I spent seven wintillion computation cycles imprisoning that war criminal's soul into the ISG standard apology puppet, and you just let him loose about the ship all willy-nilly? I didn't know! Oh, that's right! Your body went through Dr. Hardwood Florian's wonderful wood machine on that adventure. You were a sack of eucalyptus veneered planks for like a space week. I was what? Relax, Ensign. The experience was relatively painless and uneventful. For you, that is. While you were wood, that is. It was as though you were merely asleep. Yeah, or dead. Not helping. Sorry, but you technically were. See? There it is, that tongue. That's what I brought up the apology puppet for, but instead it contains the soul of a war criminal who's at the controls of the ship? Even with these built-line puppet cars, I can still activate the quantum deep space flamethrower. <laughs> anyway, ISG, your easy-to-press buttons and switches shall be your undoing. Soon the universe will weep when they learn the return of Lord Murder Slammer. Hey, my strings! Listen here, Mr. Murder Slammer. Your soul was imprisoned in this puppet for a reason. And though I'm pretty sure that reason wasn't to help us all apologize better, you're the only apology puppet we got. So that's exactly what you're gonna do. actually stop doing that moving forward. Slap! What was that? What was wrong now? Nothing! Good job! You! Me? Slap! Me? Yes, you! Go! Apologize! I'm sorry for unleashing the apology puppet on all of us. This is terrible and it very much is my fault. Slap! Ow! Good job! Now, you now! Says, I have 
apologize for being snide and taking things too personally. I should not have hid important information from you out of spite. I shall never do it again. Good. Now me. Slap. I apologize for nothing. Slap. <laughs> Apology accepted. Welcome aboard. You are now a permanent crew member and shall serve with us on all our missions moving forward. Wait. Are we actually doing that? No, we're not. You're not a crew member, Apology Puppet. Slap! Apologize! I'm sorry, I'll show you to your room. It's just down the hall. <laughs> Wait a second. Charles, what was that important piece of information? What? Oh! I detected several incoming missiles. Don't! Oh, whoa! How long until impact? Kabloom! <laughs> whoa, what? <laughs> Holy moly! Look, I don't mean to say you chose wrong, but I just watched the Urbaniac explode and all of our heroes almost 100% certainly died, so y'all chose wrong. <laughs> and because this isn't a book, we can't just start over from the start and pick different. That's what happened. The Urbaniac is smithereens. Apology Puppet is dead. Spacey's is over forever. I'm out of a job. What did you do to me, audience? Why did you do? Why did you think a space hero space venture was a good idea? Why? Space Hero Space Venture was written alternately by Paul Richter, Frank Roberts, and Thomas Robinson, featuring the vocal talents of Frank Roberts as Ensign Jock Jr., Paul Richter as Commander Ash Blasterville, Dylan Twiner as Charles and Couch Dad, Thomas Robinson as the narrator, and me, Nana Curley, as Herb Polguncan and Lord Murder Slammer, the Apology Puppet. For more adventures, check out the Spacey's Podcast. Banana, 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 banana,